And so I hope that you take this episode and make it your own. I hope that if you're on your way into the office right now or you're on your way into a meeting, I hope you have the courage to be yourself. And I hope you have the courage in the moments where the parts of you that you don't really like, the parts of you that you'd rather, never mind other people not see, you would rather not see them. I hope that you can be pissed off with those versions of yourself or those parts of yourself and still love yourself anyway. That takes for some really compassionate self-love. Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation with me, your host, Nikki Cross. With over 18 years experience in developing people, I'm here to support your personal development to help you achieve your goals, get shit done and truly thrive first in life and in business. Think of this podcast as your weekly investment in yourself to help you gain more clarity on what matters, guide you through the tough stuff, leaving you feeling empowered and reassured that you're totally not alone. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross and today I want to share something that has come out of my weekly reflection. So for those of you who might possibly be new here, I run a group container called the Thrive First Method and as part of the method we practice this cycle called plan, do, review every single week. So at the end of your week, you get guides and prompts to help you to look back, review your week, take the lessons, drop the criticism, drop the self-judgment, and just take the learning so that you can apply it to the next week and you can move forward in a way that is really, really self-compassionate and loving at the same time as holding yourself quite firmly accountable. So I was doing my weekly review and I actually posted snippet of it on Instagram that I'll be honest, when I first posted it, I was like, oh God, does this sound quite self-indulgent? You know, there's a lot of big things going on in the world at the moment, generally, forever, but especially right now. Um, And the things that came up in my only weekly reflection, they were all about me. And in addition to what's going on in the world on that particular day, it was actually five years of losing mum. And I didn't, you know, I didn't feel comfortable posting about that on, on my business account online. I didn't feel like it was necessary or appropriate, but... I suppose the point that I'm trying to make here is what I'm about to explain that I posted and what came out of my weekly review, it can feel very insignificant. But some of the, I don't know, like, I don't know about you guys. Sometimes I think, but this is the shit going on in my head. So in comparison to what's going on in the world at the moment, whether that be the fifth year anniversary of my mum's passing or all of the awful stuff that's going on in the wider world and all of the brilliant stuff that's going on in the wider world that probably needs shouting from the rooftops, I know that I, just like you, am a human. And we, regardless of what's going on in the world, we all do have our own inner shit going on. We all have our own mini worlds going on. And so I don't want to deny the fact that just because there's awful things and brilliant things going on in the world, that that means that you should overlook and bypass yourself and not concentrate on your growth just because there's other stuff going on in the world. So anyway, took a picture, posted it on Instagram stories, and it says, things that I do to piss me off, I'm going to stop doing. Number one, Hiding the like counts on my Instagram grid posts. Number two, posting things to my stories and not to my grid. Number three, editing out my M's and when I lose my train of thought in my podcast. You are here. All of the above things I recognize I do to appear a certain way and I don't like it. 
And then I went on to say, by the way, I totally appreciate these things are ridiculously insignificant in the grand scheme of life, but I'm apparently having an in, inner autumn clear out of shit. And if we're all honest, don't we all spend time and energy on things that piss us off? Surely I can't be the only person that pisses themselves off. Now, it was really interesting. It got quite a large reaction. Um, in compar you know, in uh, in comparison to my normal average reaction online, and um, I think it was because of two things. The first thing is I think what I'd actually posted was quite relatable to those other people online who use Instagram as a method to have a brand presence. Number two, I think other people could relate to pissing themselves off, <laughs> to be honest. And I got I got a varied amount of mixed messages from people. On the one hand, people saying, oh, you know, don't be pissed off with yourself, be kind to yourself. And that was interesting to me because I thought, well, firstly, Part of Plan Do Review teaches you how to be able to be pissed off with yourself without disliking yourself, being pissed off with yourself without being mean to yourself. And I thought that's really interesting because that tells me that when you're pissed off with yourself, you're mean to yourself and I'm not. I don't be mean to myself in that way anymore because I have learned, I've developed the skill of being able to look back, be pissed off with myself about maybe the things that I'm doing or the things I've done, but not be mean to myself, right? Not call myself a dickhead or hold myself in low regard. So that's number one. Number two is people being able to relate to this concept of appearance, whether you have to represent yourself or your business online, or whether you are perhaps in a corporate job and you have a personal social account, social media account. So we're talking anything here from LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is, social media to me is just a visual representation of what we choose to put out there to the world. And therefore, unless we are capturing all of the moments of ourselves, it can't possibly represent who you are and what your world is like. It just can't. And instead, it's capturing, or should I say you are capturing, the parts of yourself that you want to put out there to the world. Or like me, if you run a business, you're capturing the parts of your thoughts that you want to put out there to the world. So for me, the way I run my Instagram account is quite often, it's not really pictures, it's more thoughts that I've had and I just type them up in my notes and I share them. And I do that because the thoughts that I have are the questions that will normally come off the back of client calls or delivering some sort of workshop or a thought that I've had maybe from my own journaling. But what I noticed about myself and what I noticed about what I have been reflecting on is my relationship with social media. Um, so let me just go through the items to get really specific. Number one, things I do to piss me off that I'm going to stop doing. Number one, hiding the like count on my grid posts. So let's start there. Hiding the like count on your grid posts. Um, if you've just got a personal account, this probably isn't something you're going to be able to do. But it's something that when you've got a professional account or an, um, do they call it a creator account? I don't know. So one like mine, you can actually hide the like count on your grid posts. Now, at first I was like, oh, this is brilliant because it's going to encourage me to share and not actually to give a shit about likes. And at first I thought, this is great. It hides the likes. So it doesn't tell people, you know, whether your post flunked and got two likes or whether your post did really well and got 102 likes, right? And what I've realized over time is hiding the like count doesn't actually take away from the fact that I still cared about how many people liked it. All it did was remove the number from other people being able to see it. 
And it made me really question, why am I doing this anyway? Like, why am I posting things? Because it's actually, what I've, what I've come to realise is, it's not for the likes. I don't post things for the likes. I post things because I truly want to make people think. I truly want to put something in front of their nose that makes them go, well, that's an interesting question. I haven't considered that before. Maybe I should. Maybe I will. And for hopefully for that to have some sort of significant impact on their growth or their day, you know, and that's not for likes. Like that's not me posting something to see how many people like it. And also, I also recognize that a lot of people might like it, but might not just double tap their screen. And it sent me into this little thought, which I'm going to share. It's completely irrelevant, but I found it quite funny. We all went around double tapping things that we liked. Like I'm <laughs> sat at my desk. So I'd be double tapping this microphone, double tapping the tree outside. It's my favorite tree to look at. Like double tapping the dog. Isn't that a really weird concept? But we don't double tap these things, do we? And that doesn't mean we don't like them. It's just that we, <laughs> it's just that they are real life. And it made me think, well, isn't it isn't it funny? Like my my oh, put my teeth in. My most recent one-to-one client who has recently come on board, um, I didn't notice her like engaging with my online content really at all. I didn't notice her liking my posts. I didn't notice her commenting or replying to my posts when actually she hasn't really engaged with my social media very much at all. But she has devoured the majority of my podcast episodes because that is the thing that made her feel like, oh, actually, I think this person could help me. I relate to this person. The things that they talk about are things that I are, are top of mind for me. And based on what I now know about Nikki Cross, I think she could help me. And it made me really think that a lot of the time, I'm going to take this wider in a minute. So if Instagram doesn't apply to you, just stick with me for a minute. It made me think, how long have I been engaging with this platform? LinkedIn, right? How long have I been engaging with these platforms? And monitoring um, performance measurements, monitoring success in inverted commas, when actually the performance measure changes based on what performance is, based on what I deem success to be. So if I deem success to be how much engagement I'm getting by way of likes through my posts, then of course, a measurement of that is going to be likes, isn't it? It's going to be how the reach and how many people like my post. But if I'm not, like if truly, truly I am putting things out there in the hope that it's going to be, it's going to be impacting people's days and making them think differently and knowing fine well that not all of those people will double tap on a post just because it's made them think, then why am I hiding likes? Why am I, why am I even asked about that? So that's the first thing it made me think. To, to take that a bit wider and away from Instagram and social media, my question to you guys is this. I, when I was reflecting on this and I was really thinking about it, I was really trying to compare it to the way I turned up when I worked in an office, the way I presented myself 
not just in the things that I wore or the things that I said and the things that I held back about myself, but also the way I behaved. You know, I would I would go to the toilets to have a little cry rather than share with my colleagues what was really going on and what I was really scared of. I would um, withhold my true, true um, input about a project for fear that it would be classed as silly or fluffy, right? And I think the point that I'm trying to make here is, although my example is about Instagram, although my example is about how we appear online, I think that this goes much, much wider. And I think this can be particularly related to how we show up professionally and what, how much of ourselves we are masking and covering up to make sure that we are appearing like a um, palatable version of ourselves. And that, you know, if if I read my other points, number two, posting things to stories and not my grid. The reason why I feel much more comfortable posting things to stories is because they disappear after 24 hours and probably not as many people see them. And that's bullshit. That is bullshit because what that is essentially saying is whatever this is that I'm posting, I don't believe that it should have a permanent place for everyone to see because I might be embarrassed by it tomorrow. I might not be happy with the way I've presented myself tomorrow. So I'll just sort of flick it out there and it won't have a permanent place on my grid. Whether you are a business owner like me or, or whatever you are, this is, I think, applicable to us all. We all have parts of ourselves that we would rather only be shown for 24 hours and then to go away, right? And this is probably the reason why when you go to family do's and you want to see the photo after someone's taken it, that's probably why you're probably looking to see, do I look presentable? Do I appear like a certain version of myself that I'm happy to be posted out to the world that I think is palatable and acceptable to the world? And it's this, I think it's like this image that we create of ourselves that we then have to live into. <laughs> That's how it is, isn't it? It's like, I, I have created this image of myself that is that I think is the ideal image of me. And that's how I want to be presented to the world. And anything that doesn't conform with that image, I'm not going to show. And whether that's on social media, on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever, or whether that's in real life, you know, how many times do you see a glimpse of someone? Um, so let's say you've got a friend or let's say this is you and you are usually such a calm person, you know, you things don't really bother you that much. And all of a sudden you see 10 seconds of absolute rage in this person when their back's up against the wall or someone crosses them on the motorway. That's the real them. That's part of the real them. It's just what we are trying to do on a constant basis, so it would seem, is hide certain aspects of ourselves because we don't feel like they'll be accepted by the world. But what we're really saying to ourselves is, and I don't accept you either. I don't accept myself either. And I think this is the nub of what I want to get to. So the third point that I was getting at with that Instagram story was, I don't want to edit out where I lose my train of thought or where my M's come in in these podcast episodes because whilst I am consuming more content myself for my own growth and my own development like uh, Stephen Bartlett, Diary of a CEO, other podcasts like um, Dirty, what's her name, Dirty Mother Pucker, all these podcasts that I think are really good, like I really enjoy their content, 
it's not me. I'm not in a studio with an editing buddy podcasting team. And I don't know if I want to be, if I'm completely honest with you. (laughs) I don't know if I want that to be my podcast or I I don't know. I think the way I want my podcast to be is just me coming on and sharing my thoughts with you. But what happens is when I consume the world and I listen to things that I like, I think, oh, should I be more like that? And I start trying to be more like someone else's version of the thing, whether it's a podcast or a way of being. And gets it always happens. It gets to a certain point down the line where I think this, I, I always use this example. So if you know me well, you know what I'm about to say. I always get to a point where I'm like, it feels like I'm wearing a jacket that doesn't fit me. It's not mine. Either it used to be mine or and I've outgrown it. And I'm holding on to an old identity because I don't feel comfortable, safe, confident enough to let go of it yet. Because maybe I don't know who I'm going to be. Or this jacket's someone fucking else's. <laughs> This jacket isn't even my own. It belongs to Stephen Bartlett. It belongs to another podcaster or another business owner. And I'm trying to wear their jacket and it doesn't fit me. And I think for all of us, we get to this point in our lives or maybe multiple mini moments in our lives where we self-abandon because we're trying to either uphold an image in comparison or um, on the template of someone else, or we're trying to uphold a certain image that we have, we've concocted, we're presenting to the world, and we want to withhold certain aspects of ourselves to become more presentable to others, to be more palatable and accepted by others. And actually, for me, I can't speak on your behalf, but I can speak on my own. And I know that when the people I want to serve when they have truly engaged with me and said, yeah, I, I want to engage with you. I want to join you know, your services. I want to be coached by you and I want to be in your world. It's not because I've tried to be another version of myself that I think that they want me to be. It's usually because they've heard something in one, usually one of my podcast episodes that makes them think that's the person that I want to work with. That's the person that I want to deal with. And if that's what my paying clients are thinking, and if that's what my paying clients are doing, then surely that also means that you guys out there who, when you hear the real me, which I'd like to think is the majority of the time, you also resonate with that. And equally, there'll be people who have switched this episode off already because they're like, I don't like her. (laughs) I don't like her. I don't like the way she speaks. I don't like the things she brings, the ideas she brings to the world. She's boring. She's annoying. She's whatever. And that's okay. Because in me making that okay, what I'm doing is I'm letting go of the need to please everyone. I'm letting go of the part of myself that feels unsafe in being truly me in case someone doesn't like it. When actually all it takes for me to be truly me is for me to not abandon myself. Because when we're compliant with what the world expects us to be or the image that we've built up that we think is palatable and therefore we're living into, we're not, we're being compliant. But in being compliant, we are essentially not choosing ourselves. And I think it's such a beautiful, loving thing to do, to choose yourself. And I don't mean in a way of, you know, putting yourself at the top of your to-do list. It's not that. That's not what this episode is about. It's actually deeper than that. It's actually 
when you go to say something or be a certain way because you're in certain company or you're looking in your wardrobe and you're wondering what to wear because actually you're meeting this person for coffee and not that person for coffee. So is it okay to turn up in your leggings and your scruffs or not? The little minute micro choices about who you choose to be in any given moment based on how people will perceive you or based on what is good for you in that moment, who you want to be in that moment. And so I hope that you take this episode and make it your own. I hope that if you're on your way into the office right now or you're on your way into a meeting, I hope you have the courage to be yourself. And I hope you have the courage in the moments where the parts of you that you don't really like, the parts of you that you'd rather, never mind other people not see, you would rather not see them. I hope that you can be pissed off with those versions of yourself or those parts of yourself and still love yourself anyway. That takes for some really compassionate self-care and self-love. You know, the parts of yourself that you're not very proud of that exist. But they are they are part of you. You know, we're not all light. Love, what do they say? Love and light, my darling. We're not all light. Parts of us are really dark and grim. You know, parts of us... I, I'm asking you in this part of the episode to think about the dark parts of yourself. Are you a bit jealous? Are you a bit insecure? Are you a bit paranoid? On the sli- on the on the sly, are you a little bit sneaky? You know, what is it about you that you'd rather not be honest about with yourself? Never mind to the world. It's only me and you, I think, listening to this podcast right now, unless you've got it on loudspeaker somewhere. So if it's only me and you, and it's only you with your own thoughts, are there any parts of yourself that you are rejecting and pushing down because you don't accept them. They piss you off. And in pissing you off, you make it wrong or bad about yourself when actually you can accept the whole of you. And there are so many ways that this could play out. So many examples I could give you, you know, from when I used to do a lot of work in London and I'd be in London pretty much every week. And every single time I'd go down there, I'd get scouser jokes. Even though I'm not actually from Liverpool, I'd get scouser jokes and, you know, all be careful with her, make sure the laptops are locked down to the desks kind of jokes, which they don't bother me. But it sort of made, I, I do recognize that I would curb my accent a little bit when I go into those meetings. You know, it's little things like this. What parts of yourself are you trying to conceal? Because not only are you worried that other people aren't going to like them, but you're worried that you yourself will self-reject and self-abandon and self-shame. And so taking it all the way back to wrap up the episode, I am going to stop editing the parts of my podcast, not only because, you know, I want you guys to hear the real me, but also there's a skill that I'm developing here. And that is the skill of being able to stay focused on a particular topic for a whole podcast episode without veering off, without doing loads of ums and ums and likes. I'm developing the skill of speaking. How many people listening to this podcast episode do I know for a fact are afraid of public speaking? When actually part of public speaking isn't just about confidence. It's also about developing the skill of creating a thought in your mind and letting that thought come out of your mouth in a way that is um, interesting and consumable by the listener. I am developing that skill and I am willing to do that out loud. And for those of you who don't want to be around (laughs) to hear me develop that skill and would rather the edited podcasts, 
unfortunately, this probably isn't going to be the place for you. And you're going to go off and find a podcast that resonates with you more. That is going to be the right thing for you. And isn't that wonderful? Because the world is full of opportunities for us all to find each other and for us all to resonate with each other or not. There's no there's no badness in that. It's all good. And equally, the things that I mentioned about Instagram, oh guys, I could do a whole episode on the ways that social media pisses me off. <laughs> and the way I piss myself off with who I become when I open up certain apps. And I'm sure that you can relate to that. So I won't delve into that in any more depth than I already have, because I think I've made the point that I wanted to in this episode. I hope that this has served you today. I hope that this is in me sharing my own review and my own weekly reflection and wrap up and learning, that it's encouraging you to do the same. Can you look back into your week and notice the times one of the questions in the weekly review is how did you show up for yourself and i suppose that's that question has got a flip side to it which is and how did you not show up for yourself this week you know and essentially what we're saying is were there any parts in your week where you self abandoned where you um didn't didn't fully accept yourself and maybe you were mean to yourself maybe you weren't supportive of yourself And I want you to look back into your week and reflect on that and learn from it. Because the only way I I truly believe that we can learn and grow is by, like I mentioned in my previous podcast episode where I was sharing at the end. Um, So if you're interested in listening to that next, it's the one about mistakes. And at the end of that episode, I was explaining that from this mistake that I've made came a beautiful piece of like nugget of gold, which was me discovering my values in my business. And one of those values is acceptance, not fighting my reality, not fighting who I am, not fighting my situation or my circumstances, but instead pouring all of my energy and attention and focus into accepting where I'm at and who I am and what resources I've got and doing the very best with what I've got the very best with who I am and where I'm at right now. And I'm not perfect. I'm nowhere near perfect. And I totally accept and acknowledge that. So why am I trying to be? Why am I only showing the parts of myself that I believe will be socially, professionally acceptable in the world, right? If, if one of my values is acceptance, and please keep in mind, my values aren't what I live. My values are what I strive they're my North Star, they're my guiding lights. So just as a recap, if you haven't listened to the last episode, their generosity with others and with myself, authenticity. What am I doing when no one is watching? Who am I when no one is watching? And the actions that I am taking, where are they coming from? That to me is what authenticity is about. Growth, commitment to outgrowing myself and being okay with it commitment to outgrowing parts of myself and not making old versions of me wrong. And then the last one, acceptance, not fighting who I am, not fighting my reality, fully accepting myself as I am now, even the shitty parts of my inner world and my outer world, the things that are in my control and the things that aren't, not fighting those things. Because I now recognize after numerous encounters with adversity that The more that you struggle with your reality, the harder it gets. And the more you accept it, it doesn't mean, accepting it doesn't mean rolling over and taking it. Accepting it means I understand that these are my current set of cards and everything about me is going to play those cards in a way that makes things happen for me in the best way that they possibly can. 
And it means I accept who I am in this moment and that I'm only human and that I am going to fuck up and make mistakes. And the more I try and hide those mistakes from the world, even the little ones, even the small things, like the small, lately being a mum to a teenager is so hard. I could do a whole episode on how hard it is and how hard I am finding it right now. And if I'm honest, there's been things that I've said and done that I'm not proud of. I'm genuinely like a little bit ashamed of. And it's because I'm navigating something completely new. And so in those moments where I do something or I say something or I act in a way that I'm not very happy about, if I'm pissed off with myself and I hate myself, that's just making the situation 10 times worse for me and for everyone else. So acceptance of who you are and where you're at and then doing something from there. Anyway, without further ado, I am going to wrap this episode up. I have, I hope that you've taken what you can and what serves you from it. And please, please, in all of this, when I say at the end of my episodes, please never forget, I am always cheering you on and I hope that you are cheering you on too. Hopefully this episode has given you a little bit more context as to how deep I really mean that. So with that, please never forget, I am always cheering you on and I really do hope that you are cheering you on too. Thank you for being here with me today all the way to the end. My goal is to get this podcast into the ear holes of everyone who would benefit from hearing it. So I have a request for you. Please could you share this episode by clicking the share link and sending it to a friend, a colleague, and for bonus points, leave me a review on iTunes or tag me over on Instagram. If you want to contact me, the best place to find me is over on Instagram, or you can just mail me direct on contact at tlb.org.uk. All the links are in the show notes. So until the next episode, have an intentional day. I am cheering you on.